Streetwear, two words in a million different definitions. With so many brands trying to be what's hot right now and be the next big thing, the gap for truly separating yourself from the rest seems to be getting smaller and smaller. Instead, I feel like a lot of the brands are trying to do the same thing, which is why this brand in particular stood out to me the most. 18 year old Demetrio has been absolutely killing the game with his brand, Eternal. From growing his following to over 20,000 and the volume he moves every single release is truly astonishing. I feel fortunate enough to know and see firsthand what goes on behind the scenes of some companies, but I feel like others don't see the same thing. A process that isn't as simple as putting something cool on a shirt, but truly putting something together with meaning and a powerful message. Without further ado, please welcome our guest at this time, Demetrio from Eternal Artwear. Alright, so go ahead and introduce yourself for those who are listening who don't know who you are. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Demetrio Ortiz. I'm 18, and I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. Cool, cool. Um, so you being at such a young age is truly an inspiration because I know we have a lot of uh, followers that are young, and you know they want to hear from young people who are starting their own brand. Um, if you could, what do you do um, for those that don't know who you are? Well, it's well, I do a clo- I have my own clothing brand, right? Um, it's where I've tried to move my garments more into artwear, more as seen as art as an aspect compared to as more as streetwear. So it brings a more of a value to the customers and supporters so they can see it as art rather than just normal clothes. Cool, cool. Um, what made you start your own company? Because I know I love hearing stories and how people came up with that. What made you want to start your own clothing brand? Um, I was like 15 when I first started. And I didn't know anything. I didn't know what was screen printing or like different ways of printing. I didn't even know how to put like a design into computer and all that. Um, For me, it was more of I was getting tired of seeing being normal, I guess, seeing like these normal clothes. I always wanted to bring my vision, like my ideas to life. And then all the other aspect of was like I wanted my own business. I've always wanted to own own business, and I saw clothes as an opportunity. And then also growing up, it was hard for me to afford nice clothes. It was always like I was always be wearing like and one, you know what I mean? Yeah, same here. Um, and it was just like that. And then going into high school made it even worse. You know, if you're not wearing brand stuff like Nike, Jordan, you kind of seen like differently. Yeah. And so sophomore year, I started getting into it, and it was really hard for me. To figure out like what direction I wanted to go to, mm-hmm. I didn't know the name. It was first before Eternal it was going to be called Illicit, which mm-hmm. is like really generic. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I just knew that I wanted to do different designs, different do different things, um, different themes as well for my clothes. And that's how it started. I reached out to another two local brand owners in Iowa, and they helped me start out. They kind of gave me the basics from there. Um, then we kind of parted ways. And I was all on my own. I was like 16 and I was talking to so many different manufacturers, seeing if they could bring it. 
And at that time, I think I was roofing and I was trying to save up all that money to to put it into my clothing brand. And it wasn't until junior year where my clothes really started taking off. I started getting on Instagram. I had a big collab with a big brand that had like around 30K at that time. I had less than a thousand and that started boosting me, boosting me up. And then my followers started growing. And then 20 going into 2019, that's when I. I was really starting to put out my ideas and like having a loyal family base and and my stuff but grow like as you said like how I started it was mm-hmm. just all about like kind of me doing my own research and I don't really have anybody there helping me at that time for sure uh you went in a little bit into detail about eternal why did you end up going with eternal uh, as a name brand um um I don't know if a lot of people know this about me, but I pertain to the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. And I, I studied scriptures, the Book of Mormon, um, the Bible. And there was always that word eternal popping out, eternal life. Like your choices lead up to, um, I guess, like all the choices you do now lead up to a bigger thing. And I really liked that. And eternal was always there. Eternal just stuck out to me. It was like a word that like, I, I was fascinated about as like us humans we can't comprehend like infinity because there's no end there's no beginning it's just there um, that's how eternal that's where I knew like I had to go with eternal cool cool I think it's crazy bro that you say that you've seen eternal a lot especially when uh when you're doing your scriptures and stuff like that because I uh when I first wanted to start like my company I kept on seeing the number 99 everywhere like whether that was like there's this weird time too and I was like, I don't know what to name my, my company. Like, I, I I see a lot of people using, like, soles or, like, sneakers, this and that. And I didn't really like that. Um, but then I started seeing 99, like, the number everywhere. And I remember there was this one time I went to the park. And I'm not sure what, if you've ever seen it. When they're, like, building new sidewalk, they'll, like, paint, like, a number mm-hmm. or, like, something on there um, to, like, the measurements. And I kept on seeing 99 everywhere. So I was like, yo, why not 99 that's the year I was born too, so I was like, it fits even better. So I think it's crazy too um, that you've seen the word eternal and then decided to go off from that uh, to name your brand. So I think that's really cool. Um, and also, you spoke a little bit about streetwear and artwear. What made you change your like? Because it used to be eternal streetwear, right? Yeah. So then, why did you change it to eternal artwear? Um, I was. I remember that day. I think I'll never forget this day. I was in English, and. I, like always I was always on my phone on Instagram trying to uh, grow but I remember I was talking to this dude in LA he was a skater and he we were talking and he was I was showing him like drops that were gonna come and he was like yeah bro I really like it but I think that's something that's killing you and that will kill you in the long run is if you keep using streetwear and I asked him like why he's like well like to us it's just kind of corny it's like streetwear doesn't really make you sound cool it's just like a genre or brand but mm. if you figure out if you make it yourself like if you add that more purpose to your name then that's what really brands you and i was like damn that actually is like super true mm-hmm. and so i remember what can i what can i do like this is my my passion and this is my art and then i was just thinking i was like artware like i haven't seen anybody use that yet mm-hmm. um if they have i don't know about it but then i was like i'm gonna just go with artware i changed it and then i made it public on my Instagram that I'd no longer be going by streetwear, but more by artwear. That was like when, um, that really started. Cool. Cool. Um, talking about streetwear and artwear, I know Virgil recently said that streetwear, he feels like is going to die down. 
Um, and I like that you changed it from streetwear to artwear just because it kind of went in that same way where it's more art and just streetwear. Um, what do you think about what he's commented about streetwear and not dying down? Uh, it's actually kind of funny because I feel like to an extent, everything will die off. Mm -hmm. um, everything has to die and then like come back in like a new style. You know, we see like the joggers, like they went out of like fashion and then they came back in a couple years ago. Um, I feel like all these brands that are right now are big. They'll, they only have, like, everybody has a time period, I guess, when you get big. Mm -hmm. It's like going up um, a hill, and then you get to the top, and then you can, there's so much that you can go to the top until you start falling off. Um, but I feel like streetwear won't die, because there's always going to be, like, young people coming out with crazy ideas. Like, every day, like, I see other artists out here, mm -hmm. and it just blows my mind. I think streetwear will be alive for a long time, but I do think it's more... He should have not said streetwear. I think more brands will be kind of falling off towards that. Not streetwear, though. Um, do you think he was kind of talking about his? Because, like, I feel like Off-White, when it first came out, everything was, like, hyped on Off-White. Um, but then lately, I feel like it's been washed. Like, it's it's just... You've been seeing brands try and copy, like, Off-White. Mm -hmm. um, with Whether it's just, like like, little things on their shirts or, like, even accessories i feel like every everything has been copied based off off-white um so what do you think about the importance of trying to keep your brand like true to yourself and not trying to go with the masses and try and copy what's cool what do you, do you think it's important um i think it's very important that you do that but to an extent everything has already been created mm -hmm. everything has been made um like it's there's comes a point where I've told myself, like, if I do, if I get, like, not caught, but, like, called out, like, yo, this looks like this, mm -hmm. I wouldn't take it personal, but more as, like, well, I didn't know that my fault, like, I'll try to make it more original or something, change yeah. it up. Um, I figured out that there everything has been made, but the only reason that it pops out for other people and it doesn't pop out for others is because they made it better. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's my only opinion to, like, if any other brand owners out there... Um, Another brand could do it better, could do it already, but just make sure you do it better. better. Mm -hmm. That's the only advice I could give. Cool, cool. Yeah, I honestly, I've been even called out, but it was for the, it was kind of for the same reason, but kind of different. So obviously some people do know and some people don't know that we are from Iowa, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when a lot of people come here, they see a lot of Casey's, right? So what I did to pay homage to Casey's is I did like their little, their classic like little Casey's logo. Mm-hmm. But instead of it saying Casey's, obviously, I put uh, 99 Sneaker Store, right? And a kid called me out on it. He was like, well, um, he sent me, like, you know how you can get message requests? Mm -hmm. I looked at it, and then he was like, um, check the dates, fam. And then he sent me, like, a picture of uh, him doing, like, it wasn't, it wasn't even, a, I mean, I don't want to say it was, it was just awful, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't, it wasn't even screen printed. It looked like he literally cut a piece of paper oh, out. Oh, the heat transfer? Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, dude, that looks so bad in my in my head. Um, but he was like, check the day. I, I did this uh, this design before you did. And then in my head, I'm just like, dude, this is from Casey's. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like he created that Casey's design, but he, it was just bad. And I yeah. told him, I was like, dude, I was like, I was like, you're really trying to get at me saying that I'm copying something that you copied off of Casey's. So, I don't know. It, it just, I was just like, wow. Um, but yeah. I do agree with you, man. Like, I, I've seen a lot of times, uh, especially, that happened to a buddy of mine um, recently, too. But I'm just like, I feel like everything is created, but if you're going to do something, like, make, like you said, make it better. Um, so, I do agree with that, too. Yeah, I feel um, you. 
I also wanted to talk about um, hate because I know hate is is obviously something that's in whenever we're talking about sneakers or whether it's sneakers or streetwear or anything like that. How do you deal with hate? Because I know you, when we first met, you showed me your uh, your screensaver mm. on your phone. How do you deal with hate and how do you feel like other people should deal with hate? Dude, that was such a long time ago. I remember that. Um, should I give the backstory about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> so I started, when I started Eternal, there was another brand at the time in Des Moines. Um, and then some people started buying it. And I remember, like, the other brand owner, I don't know if it was him or not, but, like, his friends were started saying, like, fake, blah, 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 the other brand's name. So it'd be, like, Eternal was really, like, a ripoff of the other brand that was in Des Moines. Mm. And I remember that, and I still look back uh, to this day, like, to that point, and it was just, it's, at that time, I was mad, like, you know, because starting off, you just want to, like, kind of grow and succeed. Yeah. You don't expect that from people, like, it's just weird. Um... But I remember seeing that and I screenshotted it. Um, somebody sent it to me that they were saying like it was fake. Like it was kind of like a bootleg of that brand. And from like that point on, I saved it as my wallpaper. And I was like, all right, this is going to like be my main focus. And I'm going to try to be more original. And I'm going to try to keep pushing myself so I can grow more. And now looking at that from like my perspective as where I'm at now is seeing it's kind of funny to me because I was so focused trying to beat somebody else, right, mm-hmm. that I, I eventually did, but I shouldn't have wasted too much energy on it. And hate really gets you nowhere because there's a big difference now where I see myself compared to back then and where the person is at now because it just doesn't get you anywhere. Just If you're hating on somebody, then you kind of have like your own issues and mm-hmm. you need to figure them out, you feel me? Yeah, I think that does go in part with when a lot of people say that you're the only reason why someone's getting bullied or someone's hating on another person is because they're not happy with how they're doing in life or they're not necessarily happy with um, what they're doing in life. Uh, so I do like that you said that. I do think it's funny, though, and it inspired me even because um, I did the same thing. I had this, a similar situation happen to me um, where, you know, there's a brand. Well, there still is that brand. Um, but they're like, oh, well, you're just trying to copy what they're doing and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, what can I do to kind of inspire me or like make me want to drive harder? And I did the same thing. Um, but then now again, looking at it, I'm just like, I should have never wasted my time really. Um, because I feel like the only real competition or the only real person stopping you from doing what you want to live or what you want to do, uh, with your life is yourself Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so I like that you said that, um, what was some of the toughest hurdles that you had encountered? Uh, when you first started your brand besides the hate? It was finding... Because when I started a brand, I started getting bored. For, like, so... I started the brand 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 2017, I didn't do anything much for it. I just had, like, some... I had got designs done. Mm-hmm. But during that summer, I was grinding and trying to get my money up by roofing. 2018 came. That's when I... I started printing shirts. I started printing a lot of shirts, which was kind of a mistake. Um, I really was just more narrowed in as as when you first start, it's kind of hard to like see the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, I think that's just how it is. But mm-hmm. when you first start, you just want to do shirts and like simple things. And I was mm-hmm. just doing shirts. I was like selling them at school. I remember that. And then Snapchatting people. And I feel bad to this day because like I'd be hitting them up like the same dude. I'd hit up three <laughs> times be like, hey, you still want to buy this? Um, 
And it's just crazy to think, like, that's where I started out. But, like, mm-hmm. I'd be bothering people, like, yo, buy this off me. Like, this is good shirt, good quality, all this and that. Um, and that's how we started. And so the biggest hurdle for me was trying to figure out how I could do more concept garments. Mm-hmm. Um, more of, like, pants and, like, long sleeves. And I think I did, like, my second drop on, on Instagram was... Mm-hmm tracksuits which was a big thing for me because i i didn't never done anything like that um i have like three things i guess that were really big for me was more of um finding somebody that could do that for me and then money wise mm-hmm. but always the third is like there's gonna be things that pop out like you don't you won't expect that's the thing about a business owner being a business owner is like you have to have like money saved up for like emergencies and and things that you don't encounter because literally those so i just dropped some jesus tees mm-hmm. um the ups came by my house and he just like passed zoomed my house um he drove past my house right mm-hmm. and he was supposed to drop off like a 57 pound box and he said he left it at the front door and there was nothing there and i was like i was kind of scared like what if somebody stole it and everything yeah. i called them i even went to the customer place that they have here mm-hmm. And they just told me, oh, yeah, we're going to reach out to the driver and see where he left it at so he can retrieve the package. They never called me until the neighbors behind my house told me they had my package. Damn. And I was, like, really, I was, that was, like, a um, $500 investment that I did, yeah. right? And, like, imagine, I couldn't imagine losing that. Jeez. And so I finally found them. It was a big blessing. But that's the things, like, you don't, you don't, like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know how to say it, but you don't, like, expect, I guess. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy, man. Um, and I do like that you also said about uh, when you were first making your shirts that you are hitting people up because I was doing the same thing. I, uh, years ago in high school, wanted to start my own clothing brand, and I named it Recreation uh, Clothing. And then, like, I remember hitting a whole bunch of, like, all my friends list on Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. I was sending, like, yo, cop this. You got to buy this. You got to buy this. Like, it's, it's good quality. Um, I feel bad, too, just because, not because, like, I hit them up, but because... I feel like when someone's first starting, they just want to get their shit out there mm-hmm. that they don't really look at the quality. Yeah. Like, my shit, it was, like, I'm not saying it was, like, work, like, bad, bad, but it was, like, it wasn't the best at all. Yeah, for and, you. And I remember there's a kid who I know you know because of what happened with the whole, like, um, the whole situation with, like, you saving that screenshot as your, uh, as your wallpaper, but he told me, he was like, oh, well, if I was you, like, just make the money, um, don't worry too much about the quality. And I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, well, I kind of am. Like, that's, I kind of want to do both. Um, but it's crazy seeing, uh, like, how we're, we, how everyone is uh, right now, like, where they're, where they're, what they're doing with their lives. So, um, I think that's crazy, too. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, because you said that some of your toughest hurdles were, like, starting and finding out. Um, how important do you think it is to actually have quality clothing rather than just, like, it looks cool, but, like, when you get it, it's just not at all. Yeah. I think that's the main focus as well as it's hard right now for, like, brands to grow. Because mm-hmm. um, everybody, it's, like, really saturated at this point. Um, but what kind of, like, makes you different and puts you in, like, a different category is, like, the quality of the clothing. And if you can tell, like, oh, like when people open it... Mm-hmm. Um, you want them to feel the quality. You want them to feel like, yo, this is eternal. Like, that's what main thing that I've been working on this year will be packaging and, like, quality. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I want people to have like a good experience when they first get the package when they open it. Mm-hmm. Um, where we I've like up everything. I have um authentication cards like you know how like big brands do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put that. Cool. Um, but I think that's the main focus that a lot of brands should focus on. But at the same time, I get it. Um, where that kid was coming from when he told you that, mm-hmm. cause starting out, bro, like you think like two hundred. I remember my first time I needed two hundred dollars. Like two hundred dollars, that's mm-hmm. like mad expensive. Yeah. But like. You have to build up. That's one thing that I will always say is, like, you build up. It's, like, one footstep at a time. You won't get there, like, soon as you start. But quality and design and, the like, the art that you're putting out will, like, help you um, in the long run. Yeah, I think that is really true. Um, just because I feel like sometimes there's, like, brands that have cool designs. But when you get it in hand, you're just like, yo, this is really bad. And it could really help them if they, you know looked more at their quality and stuff like that um and i think you were one of the first people in my opinion my as i started seeing you know kind of stepping it up um with the quality i think it's really nice um i wanted to also talk about um you said you're talking a little bit about how you were reading some scriptures and like the the church stuff i saw i think it was a post on you that you posted something about how you saw other brands kind of like using like devil worshiping stuff um, why did you go the other way? Cause I've never really seen anybody do like stuff with G- like Jesus on it. Um, and, and things like that. Why did you go that route? Um, well, like you said, you paid homage to Casey's. Mm-hmm. I'm paying homage to him. Um, I really do think that he's the one that's behind everything creative wise. Like he's inspired, he's given me so much inspiration and he's always been there to help me. Um, I never really understood why people would want to like kind of put like the devil on the shirt and like mm-hmm. stuff like that um because it just didn't make sense like because if you look about like what they both stood for it doesn't make sense and well i really like the aspect that i kind of do bring into my brand is like i tie in like holy holy themes um um like about the gospel and the scripture mm-hmm. and everything um uh, but also tie them into my um, emotions at the same time and i think that's when that's like the best art i've created and I really do think people do enjoy, like, the Jesus tees. Because, like, I've seen a couple brands do them, but, like, not a lot. Mm-hmm. And not the way, like, I'm trying to do them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's it's really different how you're doing it, bro. Because, like, I, I feel like there's... <laughs> whenever I, like... Because I like thrifting, right? Whenever I've gone into a thrift store, a lot of them are, are like, church-owned, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and there's, like... They do have their own shirts, but it's just, like, really corny shirts. You yeah. know, it doesn't... It's not something I would wear. Um, and it's talking about Jesus, but then the way you're doing it, and this is why I'm going to tell you guys, of course, check him out on Instagram because when people are like, are listening to this, maybe they think, Oh, well, those were just, just a picture of Jesus or something corny. These are really cool designs that like I like to wear, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people like to wear. Um, and I think it's cool that you're kind of tying all of that in into a shirt, but not only that, it really looks good. Um, so I, I give you big ups for that too, man. Thank you. Um, and we also spoke a little bit about like some mistakes and some things that you've, well, we both done when we first started. Um, what something, if you could, or if you would go back and change when you first started? Uh, that's, I think I would change a lot. Um, first thing is I would change who, who I kind of like associated myself with in the beginning. Um, what do you mean I, by that? Like, the two brand owners that helped mm-hmm. me come up. Yeah. I would think I would have just, I really, I really appreciate them to this mm-hmm. day because they helped me learn everything. But I wish I would have kind of 
kind of like left a little bit sooner mm-hmm. just because I do feel bad to his days because like I was kind of not biting but yeah I guess I was biting one brand like their space theme mm-hmm. and it was like I wish I would have left that earlier because then it took me forever to figure out what I wanted to put out on clothes mm-hmm. um, there was a point in my life where it was like September um, I was a sophomore that's when the brand really started um, growing mm-hmm. and that's when like that was like the starting point of where I actually put it out put out like designs I actually enjoyed putting out mm-hmm. I remember because if you I don't know if you remember I think you do the sunflower shirts yeah. a lot of people like those and I put out like a butterfly one which was really bad trash because <laughs> it was heat transfer but like you could see like the transfer paper mm-hmm. so it was just like really plastic yeah. and everything um just like that one kid yeah i'll show it to you afterwards but yeah it was it was it looked like he literally cut it out like from um but like that was when i actually started putting out like quality designs out and i still remember being in school and people asking me like yo like are you okay like i'm like yeah like why it's like oh you kind of seem emo now I'm like, why? And they're like, well, all of like the skulls and mm-hmm. everything that you're putting out. It's like, no, like, that's like actually me. Like, that's what I've been wanting to put out, but I just never knew how to um, bring those to life. If how to kind of execute it? Yeah. It was like, because if you would see the designs like from the starting point to mm-hmm. like now, it's like been an evolution of like, it was kind of like, I guess, happy designs where it was like stars, moon, mm-hmm. people. And then it would be like flowers. Um, butterflies and then like more of like pink shirts white shirts and then more to like black and then like skulls and then i remember doing the design which i know a lot of people didn't like it was a 3d design and it was like these demon people had halos Mm -hmm. and they had um one angel wing and then one one demon wing and Mm -hmm. it was to represent like two-faced people like people that be like acting nice in front of you but talking behind Mm -hmm. your back Mm -hmm. stuff like that and I know I remember like my mom didn't like that design and then I was I I go to church right yeah and a lot of people would be like I remember my mom told me that somebody asked her like why is like your son okay mm-hmm. like why is he putting out these designs out <laughs> and it was just like at that point it was like oh, well I really enjoy doing this and this is what I'm gonna keep doing bec- and I don't really care what people think of me but that's when when I first started putting out like designs I actually love. And, like, actually communicating and expressing myself through the designs. For sure. Um, it's funny that you say that because um, I remember there was this one time where, like, back in high school, I was freshman year, I loved to, like, wear, like, fake gauges and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over to a family member's house that was, like, super religious. Um, and it had, like, a tank top on. And, like, the, the tank top had, like, um, what's it called? It had, like, a, like some human, like, you know what I mean, just standing mm-hmm. there. But, like, his brain was exploding. Oh, and, like, yeah. it was, like, like all paint and stuff coming out. Um, it was so bad because I didn't know we were going there. And my mom <laughs> took me there. And then, like, they're like, hey, do you guys want to go to church today? And I'm like, no. But, like, yeah, they got... And they ended up taking me to church like that. And the stairs and stuff that I got from that, was it was so bad. Yeah. I still um, remember... Oh, my fault. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I still remember when I dyed my hair green and then I went to church. Like, everybody was staring at me. And everybody, I like my mom was like, my mom has always been there for me. Like mm-hmm. she's the one that helps me a lot. My parents have helped me a lot. Um, and I remember going through the church and walking because we were late, bro. Oh, <laughs> damn! We were late, and then we were walking, 
in and then I just remember staring like that was like one of the first times it was like it was like I wonder if this is how like pe- different type of people look yeah. feel you know and then my mom told me it was like they probably all wonder if like you're going through something or something like that and it's like I I enjoy dyeing my hair but I don't think I'll ever do it again for like I don't know it didn't match me mm. but I, I did enjoy having green hair for that time that I had it for sure. Um, do you think that church has gotten a bad rep because of that type of stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, I don't think, I think in like human nature, it's mm-hmm. like natural to judge people, you know, mm-hmm. like we do it every single day. Yeah. We, even if like we judge our own like family members and everything. Um, I think, but that's a big reason why a lot of people stop going to church is mm-hmm. because they don't feel accepted there. And I feel like if we could just like look, um, you just gotta love yourself before you love others. Mm-hmm. So like, if people that are judging just don't love themselves, that's the that's the main problem in the world right now. Um, that people too much judge, and I feel like yeah, that's the main reason people stop going to church for that yeah. reason because they feel judged and they don't feel like accepted in. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like though that you've brought that out, like kind of like people because you don't ever see people wearing like Jesus shirts. At least in my, I've never really seen it. I've always seen like people like wearing like upside down crosses on their on their shirts or like it might say like 666 or stuff like that especially with supreme i'm not sure if you saw there's like did it like a whole long sleeve shirt with that um so i do like that you're kind of going the different route and like i said with the jesus sees i think it's super nice it's super cool and different in my opinion um but i wanted to also talk what was your first release that you released do you remember like first ever eternal first ever yeah um i do remember it and it was, it was more of a rush, rush thing, cause it was like, uh, they were gonna go print some shirts, and they're like, "Yo, do you have your, do you have an idea for a design so we can print it mm-hmm. when we print ours?" Um, and I was like, "Dude, I have, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what I want to put out there." And I'm sending him like random things I found. I even remember looking up like clothing designs. Yeah. And it was like the cheesiest <laughs> stuff. I remember like it was gonna be first idea was like a a palm tree mm-hmm. on the front and then like eternal and like some pink letters and stuff like that but then i found a picture and it was like a hand on saturn mm-hmm. and it was kind of like if you would think about like kind of like a dj playing like moving the disc and stuff mm-hmm. like kind of like that um and i really liked it because it was like the hand for me at least represented like god kind of molding the planets and everything like that mm-hmm. um and that's my first design that i came out with um and a lot of people liked it. And then I put it on a long sleeve and that sold out quick. Cool. Um, and I, talking about sold out, I feel like a lot of time whenever you post stuff, um, it moves really quickly. Um, how do you feel like that started from like when you first started to now, like looking back at it, how do you how do you think that kind of like motivated you just to keep going? Does that motivate you? Uh, like selling out? Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. Just because... There's, I remember days, bro, when I first started, um, when I first started on, so there's like two different times where I started, I guess, started, started, started clothing brand, Mm -hmm. but then I started on Instagram and Mm -hmm. that's when I really started my main, um, passion towards it. Yeah. And I remember dropping it. I, I was dead broke Mm because I had invested the money. I needed a job and my girlfriend was working at Menchie's, the frozen yogurt place. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go work over there and basically when i'd work over there i would just sit in the back on my computer designing mm-hmm. and stuff i remember that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'll, i would be making like I, I did you a design i yeah. think um back there and i'd be hitting people up like yo 35 dollars for this jogger set and like you can have it i'll ship it out tomorrow 
and people would be like, nah, I'm broke, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I would get, like, five sales and stuff. But towards, like, then I just start, started building up. Um, I started getting more exposure, and I started finding the right people who actually, like, genuinely connected with my brand and people that would support it. Um, shout out to them. But, like, to this point that they're the ones that really have helped me sell out because they're the ones that really want the art. You know, they really see the passion in it, and as I do. And they do help me sell out. Like I said before, it's all a foot, like, taking a step forward. Mm -hmm. It's all building up to that point. Because I remember days when I'd go to sleep and I'd be like, bro, I still got, like, 20 things left. And, like, 20, I'll do the math, like, bro, that's, like, $1,000 sitting there. Mm -hmm. I need to move it. Um, What motivated you to want to sell out? Because I know a lot of people, like, that's their... Like, I feel like it's something that you're like, whoa, like, selling out is pretty cool. But what motivated you more into, like, just seeing those there? Like, yo, like, I need to, I need to get, I need to get some work done. What motivated you to kind of sell out? Um, or, like, want to? Yeah, like, to more, like, push me towards mm-hmm. that. It would, yeah, it'd be that, that sitting there. And then, like, me kind of, like, that, like, voice in your head telling you, like, you can do better. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do more. That's what really helped me sell out, um... That's what helped me find the right people and, like, give them and sell them the clothes and everything. But selling out now kind of comes easier, I guess, mm-hmm. just because I have a bigger following. Um, and more people want the clothes. It's more people, like, hitting me up rather mm-hmm. than me having to hit yeah, it up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I do like also, I feel like your marketing is really, really, it's really different because I feel like a lot of times... Um, people would just like whenever they're gonna drop a collection, they'll just post pictures of it. But then sometimes you kind of tease it a little bit by showing some of it. How important do you think marketing is now, especially uh, in this day and age, to start a brand and to want it to grow? It's a big thing. Um, it's like I think that's one vital thing that you have to that no nobody really understands it unless mm-hmm. like you just kind of like get it like it has to click for you but for me it didn't click mm-hmm. um marketing was something that was really hard um it's that really makes like your brand do or die because i see so many brands like out here less than a thousand followers bro but they have better stuff than i've seen mm-hmm. in like a while than other bigger brands you know and sometimes be like bro like that's really nice and mm-hmm. i don't know how you have less followers than me like um do you think it's just because they're not marketing themselves? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, I think like they just don't know how to find the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing is a big thing, and I appreciate you saying that. Like I tease and stuff. Um, I think that's one like for twenty twenty mm-hmm. as well is um, a big thing for me. I, I do want to work out my marketing. I have like some skits getting done. I um, for like a little sneak peek right now. I'm gonna tell them, but I have a. Uh, a skit like where it's like those infomercials yeah coming along for like a little little drop that's gonna happen and stuff like that is where i want to start point like moving towards because if it's art Mm. if i like believe my clothes is art then i want to do like everything like to the best of my ability as well as in advertising and making videos and like dropping stuff Mm. that's what my main focus is on right now for sure um i like that a lot and speaking about teasing you teased like kind of like an eternal shoe which i'm i'm obviously really big into sneakers and i think that would be really cool um what besides that what do you like because we spoke a little bit about virgil um and he, how he started like i'm not sure if you knew like pyrex when he first started before it was off white it was pyrex mm, yeah um that. what do you what would your dream shoe like if you could collab with the brand um be who like who would you collab and what would it look like i think 
it would be with uh Bape, Bape, and Nigo. Like Bape stuff. Yeah, Bape yeah. Stuff. Like I love that brand, and like that's um, and I love that shoe. Like, I just don't know if I could. Cause I remember growing up, and I, I would see them online and stuff, and I'd be like, "Bro, this is nice." Mm. And I didn't want like the regular Air Force. I wanted yeah. those. Um, just but I like think me, not to cut you off, but just like me, because I got, everyone's wearing Vans, right? Mm-hmm. But then I wanted some Revenge Storm, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know, just stuff like that. Um, but yeah, go ahead. No, continue, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, like the different styles, I guess, like, like what we were talking about before, like mm-hmm. e- everything's been made, but like, if you make it to like your own unique, like it, it'll sell. Um, so I really like that, the, the Baptistas and, and I really want to, that's where like the main inspiration came from. Mm-hmm. For my shoes, um, they're gonna be called the Element of God, just cool. cause it's there's a moon, a cross, and a lightning bolt mm-hmm. in them, and that's that's about it for right now that I can say for sure. Um, I'm really excited for that, man. I I just can't wait, cause I feel like um, there's other brands that have done other stuff, um, but nobody's ever like tried to go for a shoe. Like that's really big, and I really like that a lot, especially cause um, I like sneakers. Um, what's some brands that you would like to collab? Uh, this year, maybe in the next 10 years, what's some brands that you'd like to collab with? Are we talking about, like, big brands or, like... Any, any brand. Any brand? From from now till the end of the decade. Okay. I think... I don't know if you know a brand called Siberia Hills. Mm, no, I haven't heard of it. I really like them as well. They kind of communicate with um, the art format of mm-hmm. the clothes. Um, they really... They just post, like, a whole bunch of aesthetic photos that are, like, mad nice. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the way they do their photo shoots is, like... It's, like, super nice. Mm. Um, for me, I don't really want to do, like, photo shoots super nice, but I want to do them differently. Um, but, like, that's one brand. And then another brand would be Revenge Gallery. Mm. I think you know them. Yeah. Yeah, I love that brand. Um, and then there's another brand called um, MBM. Mm. It's called Mystics, Beliefs, and Mysteries. Mm-hmm. And I really like that as well because they bring, like, the like kind of um, devil on, like, god and and he does all his drawings and stuff so Mm. it's mad cool what makes you want to collab with them like is there is there a certain reason why yeah well like revenge is like Mm. revenge was a main inspiration when i first started Mm -hmm. um i think they do it so well as they selling out within five minutes Mm -hmm. and you know they're moving like thousands of um product where i really love like the business aspect because he does tease and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which makes it fun as a brand owner when you tease stuff but that's the main reason for revenge. The MBM, cause he like does his art and like, um, I I really love his stuff that he draws. And then Siberia Hills is just like, like I don't know Siberia. If you you don't know Siberia Hills, but no, I the owner, his name is Daff, and he's really close to Ian Connor. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell like Ian Connor and Seiko, like they, they're higher brands. Like yeah. you know what I mean. They're yeah. like on their own level. Mm-hmm. So like that's one main focus that where I want to get my brand to, and like at the end of the day, be seen as rather than like just streetwear. For sure. Um, where would you like to see yourself in the next ten years from now? Um, well, for me, it would be. I know a lot of people say like I don't do this for money, mm-hmm. but at the same time. I kind of do do it for the money because mm-hmm. I want to put myself in a better position to mm-hmm. help my family yeah. and to help others grow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I want to eternal. It won't be just a clothing brand in the next 10 years. I want to reach out to, I want to do like a record label mm-hmm. and I want to do video and production as well. Mm-hmm. And I want to do, I want to start like my own app, my social media, like a social media type app. Mm-hmm. That's where I see eternal. I want to see more of like 
it'll be right now it's just for clothes but at the end of the day i want to be seen as like a lifestyle like more of a culture mm -hmm. um so people can really see the vibe because i don't want to like one thing that I, i've always tried to do is be versatile mm -hmm. like with all my clothing designs is like they're all different from each other mm -hmm. they're everything is different that's why i want eternal to be i want everything to be different and at the end of the day people have people know what eternal is mm -hmm. that's where i see myself at 10 years for sure um i like that you're going uh more into like other stuff like you know kind of like stepping out of the box um and kind of like doing other things because that's one of my goals too is not to just straight not to just stay as a podcaster even as uh just selling shoes but truly going out there and branching out to different stuff yeah um i think it really is important and i feel like a lot of people need to do that instead of just focusing on one thing which is it is cool you know like just focus some a uh, little bit of your time but don't solely focus on that look at the bigger picture rather than just um what you're doing right now so i like that a lot um and um i think that's a good way to wrap it up um in the, sh in the show, we always um, allow our guests to, you know, kind of say like a last word uh, to our followers and our listeners. Um, mm -hmm. What's the last message that you want to leave to uh, those who are listening? It can be anything. Anything, yeah. Um, my last, my last thing I would say to everybody that's listening is like more kind of like more not brandish or anything like that, but just mm -hmm. like be yourself, love yourself. Um. Cause that's like the only way you'll ever grow as a person in anything is you got to believe in yourself when nobody believes in you. Um, that's about it. For sure. Um, where can people find you on Instagram or, or your social media? Oh uh, yeah. Like we have, Insta I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, but Instagram is where I'm mostly at. It's like eternal underscore artware. Um, that's where you'll find us at right now. I appreciate it, man. Uh, what is your website for those who don't know? Oh, my website is. Uh, www.eternalstreetwear.com I haven't changed that yet. You haven't changed it yet? Because <laughs> uh, I still have the year, to, this year to change it, so I'll be able to change it then. I love that, man. But uh, I thank you again for, for allowing us to, you know, um, to, to have you on. I know you're busy. I'm busy sometimes too. Um, but I really like that, you know, we finally got this done and you got to share your message. And as always, I feel like I, sh I want to strive to do that uh, in the future, especially. And that's what, I wanted to start the podcast for mm -hmm. was to, um, was, you know, to tell their stories. And I, I love hearing it. And I love that, you know, you were able to come here and, um, so share your story with us. So I appreciate it again as always, man. Thank you, man. No, thank you, bro.